Hi, everyone. Welcome to Movies with My Mother. This is Lexi. And I'm Mom Lori. And Merry Christmas. Happy Holidays. It is the season. Yay. <laughs> and because it is the season, we watched The Muppet Christmas Carol. We did. From 1992. It what? was rated G. It was a solid 85 minutes long. And it was directed by Brian Henson. Yes. Because this is just shortly after Jim passed. Yep. This is the first movie that um, was done after his death. Yeah. Um, he died in 92. It was, it, it was less than a year. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, it got a 77% on Rotten Tomatoes. I saw that. 64 on Metascore. Yep. And 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. Who doesn't love a Muppet? Who doesn't love a Muppet? I mean, they could, they, they've done so many movies that are fabulous. Are great. I, I play music on Fridays at work yeah. and I played um, movie music yesterday. Well, fun. And one of the songs was Rainbow Connection oh. from the first Muppet movie. Oh my god! And when it started, when the little banjo started, I was like, "Y'all get your tissues out!" Oh my god! As soon as you said that, I got a little tear in my eye. <laughs> and and from forevermore, every time I hear, um, it's it's easy being green. It's not easy. It's being not green. easy being green because Big Bird sang that at Jim Henson's funeral. Oh. And I will never be able to think of that without thinking of that. So, oh, uh, the budget was about twelve million dollars. Yep, I heard that, which sounds pretty low considering they had five trillion people behind the scenes working. Right. Oh my goodness, that that list was long. Right. I read one thing where to ten people operated one. Muppet. Yeah. I think that, that's like, you know, that's somebody's got to operate the head, the arms, the legs. Yep. And then, you know, the eyeballs and the mouth. Yes. And, yeah. Little whiskers. Right. Okay. Craziness. The worldwide gross I read was 33.2 million. I, I saw 27. And I thought that that was kind of low. I saw both numbers, yeah. but I wrote down the bigger one because that sounded oh. better. I always write down the littler one, so yeah, <laughs> you know. But either way, that is for a, what most people think is a kids' movie. Uh -huh. Muppets, Muppets, come on, that's a lot of money. That's a yeah. lot of moviegoers. In nineteen ninety two, that was a lot of money. Yes, yes, because movies weren't twenty dollars a pop back then. No, right, right. Uh, the plot is that this is a retelling of Charles Dickens' uh, Christmas classic, told in a way only the Muppets could tell it. Yes. Adorably. Yes. <laughs> Heartwarmingly. Yeah. Yep. Some of the humans cast were Michael Caine, mm -hmm. Don Austin, Roger Tigner, Tigner, T-Y-G. I didn't know that, yes. Tigner, Tigner. I would say Ty, Tigner. Uh, Karen Perel, who also was a voice. Yes. William Todd Jones uh, was the last guy 
uh, last human actor I wrote down. And the voice actors were Dave Goals, Gels, G O L G O E L Z. Yeah. It's probably Gels. Um, Steve Whitmire, Jerry Nelson, Frank Oz, of course. Of course. And David Rudman. Right. Right. And probably a plethora of other puppeteers. Oh, oh my God. There were so many, like, other voice yes. listed, like, person, other voice, yes. random yeah. Muppet. And I didn't write. Right. Yeah, I just kind of stopped writing. Most of the ones I wrote were were the star people, the, you know, the ones that were doing the main voices. The main voices. Yeah. Right. 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 So, you know. Um, what do you were, got? Were you done with that? I'm I'm done with my stuff. Uh, you know they had Michael Caine was Scrooge. Yes. Did you read that there were several others? Um, thought of before Michael Caine. I did not. O M G. Um, I just lost it. Hello, come back here. I can't hear you. I know. I turned I turned my eyeballs and lost the um well a- anyways George Carlin was one of the people thought of before Michael Caine. Oh, okay. George I, Carlin. I can see that. I cannot. He's kind of a rough and tumble guy that just like had a shitty worldview. <laughs> right. They could have used some cheering up from the Muppets. Oh, that would have been nice. That would have been nice, wouldn't have it? Mm-hmm. But Michael Caine decided that he would play it straight. Play it straight. I read that. Completely straight because... Not blinking. Yep. Nope. Muppet. What? I didn't know that. Yeah. You know, I thought that was pretty funny. I did read that... Um, where? What did I say? Oh, in an interview, Kermit the Frog said that most the most important piece of acting advice ever given to him was from Michael Caine, who mm-hmm. told him, Never blink. Right. Right. Michael Caine said he was going to play it like Shakespeare. Yeah. You know, just play it like Shakespeare. And he did. Yes, absolutely. He absolutely fit that Victorian role. Yep. Just straight faced, hard face, and then that little bit of a smile when it all dawned on him. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. And there was a lot of remodeling that had to go on in the stage. They did this over in England. Uh-huh. And uh, because of all the Muppets, you know, they, everything had to be underneath. And there were times when Michael Caine was walking on planks here and there and everywhere through the through the scenes because there were Muppets coming up everywhere beside him. Oh, geez. Okay. I thought, wow, that's cool. I never saw him look like Luke. Looked like he was looking down or anything. Uh uh-uh, uh, because I would. I would have. Because I would have been falling. Oh, the chance. They're just thinking about the chance of falling, and I'm looking around like, oh, God. But he just went right on. Yeah. This is um, the first picture in partnership with Buena Vista. Yeah, Disney. It had the Disney logo at both ends of the yep. movie. Did you see that? Yep. This is this is the first um, work with Muppets and Disney, and it was very soon after that that Disney bought the entire rest of everything Muppets. This so, was the first production done with n- all Muppets, no Sesame Street 
Muppets. Yes. Correct. Correct. And I, I think a lot of people don't think about it there being two different ones. Yeah. But there is. We saw we we were we lived through the Muppets on TV. We watched the weekly series. Yeah, the Muppet Show tonight. Yeah. They didn't have Sesame Street in there. You know, so um, you know, yeah. Millions and millions of Muppets. <laughs> This is, uh, Brian Hansen is the son of Jim Hansen. There yes. Were, there were five children in the family. My goodness. One child, one of the children died in his 40s. Oh, my God. Yeah, so he was equally as young as his father when he died. Um, what did I wrote down? 54. Hansen was 54 when he died. Yeah, that's what I thought I saw. Something. Yeah, and he died of a, an illness called toxic shock. We didn't hear about an illness called toxic shock until the uh, 70s when uh, women were being struck down for unknown reasons. They were getting these flu-like symptoms and and um, all these crazy uh, infectious things that were going on in their bodies. And it was caused by tampons. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah, that's where that's where I know toxic shock right. from. Right. So, you know. Because that's on every tampon and, and maxi pad box that you'll ever buy. That's now. That's now. That wasn't back then. They said you could put a, a tampon in and leave it in there for 24 to 48 hours. Holy shit. And it would, you know, you wouldn't have even have to worry about your periods. Okay. Women started getting sick and dying. And they found out that, no, you can't put one of them in and leave it in there for a month and a half or two. Oh. So anyway, but, you know, so that that was just a sideline there. Sorry about that. Holy God. Um, so Brian was, they were approached, Brian was approached by, um, I wasn't exactly sure who this agent was, Bill Harbor. Okay. And he's the one that approached um, Brian about doing this this uh, as a as a movie. Okay, and he had sold it as a movie, but then it was kind of sold as a TV show too. It did read that a TV it, movie at one point. It was supposed to be a TV special. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I, I don't either way. I mean, it was weird, but it was. Uh, he had it written by longtime uh, Muppets writer Jerry Jewell. Okay. So that's why it was so um, to the Muppets. Okay. It was written by a guy that writes for the Muppets. Okay. So that's what made it so especially good, I think. Yeah. So, you know, it really worked out really well. But back to Brian Henson. He kind of worked in the family business since he was a kid. Um, he was a little kid on Sesame Street. I mean, he was um, and he was seen on Sesame Street, and in his teens, he built puppets. Uh, but his strong, his strong suit was always the marionette types. Oh, okay. And he helped create a special rig that you know you, we've seen the Muppets riding their bikes. Yeah. He helped, uh, he created that, helped create that rig that 
help them ride their bikes. Oh, cool. So that, that's really cool because I love seeing them walk. Wonder how does that work? Yeah. You know, because that doesn't, their legs don't have any pressure on them. Right. Right. So, so in 1984, he started to specialize in, um, uh, managing and creating the complicated special effects. Okay. You know, and, and I think a lot of that's more geared to the marionette side. But, you know, either way, you go, guy. I mean, we think we think it was fabulous. Yeah, I love it. I love watching Kermit walk. I yeah. love watching him ride a bike. I don't know why, but it's it just fills me with such a little kid joy. Yes, I don't. Still yes. to this day, because it's a puppet. I mean, we all love puppets. <laughs> you know, I I was thinking when we were thinking thinking about TikToking. We could make puppets. And I thought, no, we can't. Oh, boy. No, we can't do little sock puppets. Sock puppets. Oh, yeah. dear. <laughs> it would have been pretty funny. No. <laughs> As it turns out, my husband has, it always sits on our Christmas tree uh, whenever we get our Christmas tree out. And this year we did actually get our Christmas tree out. But he has, from childhood, the McDonald's Christmas Muppets. That's um, crazy. That have were on his Christmas tree as a child and now are is on ours. Nice. And they are just the cutest little things. They're in great shape. Yes. And uh they uh they kidnapped us. They did. In our TikTok. They did. They were pretty rough with us. Yeah. They tied us up with a string of lights. Yeah. Which was a beast to put back together. It was, but it was fun. Yeah. We look absolutely ridiculous with lights lay laying on us. Yeah. And we had skeletons. We had yeah, skeletons with Christmas hats. Yes. Yeah, we had a we just went hog wild with this. Our props are getting pretty extensive, aren't they? They really are. I, I like was, yeah. I need to like find for first of all, I need to get my whole entire house together. Oh. But we're not gonna talk about that. Yeah, that but I need so to easy. get like our prop bin. Yes. together because we're gathering we're amassing a lot of stuff yes and we're not just buying something and using it once we've used most of our props yeah a couple of times uh-huh i think that that's pretty cost effective yeah absolutely especially when the cost is a dollar from the dollar store <laughs> all those it. stupid hats that don't fit well <laughs> <laughs> when you decided to buy a Christmas hat, it was a little bit late in the season. It was. It was very yeah. 12th hour. Yeah. And, and you know, I bought these Christmas lights in the last minute, too, and paid through the nose for them. Ah, so. Do you want me to reimburse you? No. Okay. I will. I bought all the other props. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. I mean, we'll use them again. Hell yeah. We're going to use them again. We, we're we getting into this TikTok thing. Yeah. So we're we're going to we're going to find a way. This one hasn't really got any traction, though. No, I was. So, but, you know, we're having this midnight. We're having a midnight movie today. Um, things just. Lex had an appointment this morning that couldn't be missed. Yeah, absolutely. I had to no. get my nails done. Yeah, that's. 
Like what I look forward to in life. Yeah. Absolutely. So right now we only have 53 views. Uh, oh. Which which is really like not as good as our other videos. But I don't know. I think it's cute. Yeah, me too. Me too. I think so. Uh, before we get too far and forget about it, we had a wonderful theme meal. We did. To go along with this movie. And it, it turned out excellent. Uh, because in in Charles Dickens, it's a Christmas goose. Yes. But in the Muppets, it was a giant turkey. Giant turkey. And we had turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes and steamed veg and cranberry je uh, jelly. Cranberry jelly. I was going to say cranberry juice. Uh, I know you I were. Know well, why <laughs> that was coming out of my mouth. No, it was the jelly. The yeah, canned stuff. The canned stuff. Yeah, that people hate. I love it. Why is it so good? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's like crack. Yeah. Yeah. I I had some at home. I just cut it off and ate it. I didn't even have it with the chicken. I said I was going to eat it with. <laughs> I just ate the jelly. Yeah. I, I Yeah. Why not? Because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was wonderful it turned out pretty well this is um turkey that had been in the freezer from thanksgiving so yeah what a what a good idea to use some of that you know so it didn't go to waste yeah absolutely and then justin can have a good meal tomorrow in the morning yeah while he's waiting for me to wake up yeah oh tomorrow's oh you go out to breakfast on sundays yeah but he gets up he'll be up around two or three I don't get up till about six. Ooh, okay. So he'll be scouting around for food tomorrow? Yeah. Well, good then. I'll put a note on the, the mirror to eat turkey. I would say, I would say put it on some bread with the mashed potatoes and the gravy all over it. Oh, boy. Yeah. We went to a diner recently and I, I had hot turkey mm. and, and on white bread. Oh. I, it's, an 85-year-old man's meal. <laughs> but, I but, love it but, so much with that thick diner yellow gravy. Oh, yeah. It's not a chicken or turkey. Yeah, or, it's... Or really any flavor at all but yellow. yellow. <laughs> <laughs> but so good. It's so good. Yeah. Well, this was not the diner gravy unfortunately no this was but it, this was homemade and it, it was delicious it's been years since i made gravy years and i thought well i'm gonna give it my shot yeah no i i was not mad i think it could have used a little more salt and pepper but um i did scrape most of the the uh the grease off of it so i it, thought it was delicious it wasn't greasy yeah thanks i love to cook yeah Stuff like that, I love to cook that. Yeah. I like making gravy. Yeah, I don't uh, do that very often. I used to make gravy often. Yeah. I used to make gravy out of bouillon. Yeah. Tasted fine. But, you know, this time it was real meat. Yeah. It was delicious. It was. I was happy to have it. Yes, and you said there was dessert of cupcakes. Stopped at the cupcake place and bought us cupcakes. Yeah, so we're going to have that later. I'm pretty excited about that. 
Because my meal was delicious. Oh my God, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. What else? What else do I have? Oh, here, here. Um. Uh, Henson also has produced some TV stuff that you'll recognize. Brian Henson has? Brian Henson, yeah. Okay. Dinosaurs. The show from the 90s? Yep. Not the mama? No. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. Okay. Bear in the Big Blue House? Okay, that's more of a kid's that's show. That's a kid's show, but yeah. still. I know what that is. Yeah. Yeah. And there was also a... In 2014, there was a a, a TV show. And a, it sounded like a kind of a game show type thing. Jim Henson's Creative Shop Challenge. And he was a judge on that show. Oh, cool. I don't... I'm going to have to look on, on the streaming TV and see if we can find that. I do not recall anything about that. I don't either, but they have, you know, they have shows like that for, you know, tattoos and yeah. mo- movie makeup and yeah. Why why not a Muppet? Right. So, I'm going to be looking that up, but okay. You know, I thought that's kind of interesting. They even have a a show about it for crying out loud. That's pretty cool. I do I think so. I think so. What else is interesting that I read? Oh, well, we talked about that um, there were no, like, Sesame Street Muppets. Right. And there were even some of the Muppets from the other shows were really not used. Like the ghosts, both, all three of the ghosts were new. Okay. Those were new creations. Yeah. So, you know, that that's, you know, someone's got to think this right well i i think it's pretty cool one thing i did read where did i read that um write this down when the the one the first one how it looks so ethereal okay how the the it was so floaty they did that in a vat of baby oil really yes then after a, a little bit, it got too a little bit expensive. You know how much does a vat of baby oil cost? Oh, I can't even imagine. So they tried it in water, and it did not work as well. So yeah, a vat of baby oil. Can you imagine the guy down in there with that puppet? Ugh. Oh, I'm sure he was in. Well, you think he was in a wetsuit? Yeah, you'd have to be. You'd think he'd get cold after a while. You'd think. Well, you'd have to be, you'd have to have like scuba mask on. How are you supposed to be submerged? Absolutely. You're right. You're right. How could he be in there? Oh my God. He was scuba diving in a vat of baby oil. Oh, you're just going to have to dump that vat out and let me slide out. Oh my God. How am I supposed to climb out of there? (laughs) 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 The baby oil spilled. Yeah. How are how? Oh Unless somebody God. with a crane and a winch is is pulling me out. <laughs> well, they probably would have had to because he had all the all of the the puppet stuff. Yeah. Well, you'd think that somebody would take the puppet off of him and then help him out. Oh yeah. Okay. Oh okay. Oh, here's another first I read. Okay. This was the first Disney Muppet movie. 
uh, released to home video. Okay. Because all along, right along in there, um, there were were quite a number of Muppet movies, weren't there, in the early 90s? They did, they did Muppet Treasure Island. They did, yeah, they did a few. I didn't look up a lot of that stuff. I remember that, you know. I'm trying to think what the very first Muppet movie was. The first movie was like in the set. No, not in the 70s. In the early 80s. That's when the Muppet movie came out. The, the Muppet movie. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Um, and I think that there were a couple of others right after that. Yeah. Mu- uh, the Muppet movie's in order. Let me see here. There you go. Chronologically and by release. Okay, shush. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, the Treasure Island was in '96. Well, this this starts with Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Christmas Carol, The Muppet Movie, Great Muppet Caper, Muppets Take Manhattan, Muppets from Space, The Muppets, and Muppets Most Wanted. And I feel like Muppets Most Wanted is is recent, 2014. Wasn't there one after that? Wasn't there about a crime like a crime drama type one? Yeah, that was a Great Muppet Caper. Oh, okay, okay, all right. But they had to, like, steal a diamond or something? There was a diamond s- stolen? I don't exactly remember, but yeah, something like that. The Muppets get caught up in a jewel heist. Okay, Yeah. okay. But this, that doesn't sound like... No, that doesn't right sound order. like all of them anyway. I, think, I feel like there were many more than just those few. When did the Muppet movie come out? first movie the Muppets ever starred in was the Muppet movie. Right. So why isn't that first in the goddamn list? Right. Don't make a chronological list. Right. Chronological order. If it's not chronological. Yeah. I hate you so much. Why is the internet the worst? Oh, because it's, you know, we want it to work faster. We're trying to... Okay, so it was the Muppet movie, the great Muppet paper... Muppets Take Manhattan, Muppets from Space. This skips Treasure Island and Christmas Carol. So, do you, whatever. Do you, suppose, do you suppose those because they were Disney ones? I don't know. Um, Take Manhattan was in 1984, Christmas Carol was in 92, and Treasure Island was in 96. Okay. That's a pretty wide space. Yeah. But, I mean, you would think that it would take a lot of time. Oh, my gosh, yes. Well, you saw the credits. There were hundreds of people on there. Yeah. So, I mean, the, it's very involved. Well, I think they they did a great job. I really enjoyed this movie. I I really don't think I have seen it before. I can't. I just don't know how you haven't, because I know that Blythe and I watched it a lot as children. Yeah, but you were able to turn the channel yourself. I didn't have to be there. Oh, yeah, because I was 10 in 1982. Or in 1992. I was 10. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I don't even believe that. Yeah. Because I was probably only 31 then. (laughs) You know. So, yeah. Yeah, there was different stuff on here about music. You saw the Holland Dozier and Dozier. Holland... Holland Dozier Holland. Holland Dozier Holland. <laughs> oh. 
<laughs> I have on here that music was by Miles Goodman and Paul Williams. Oh, yeah, it probably was. I just saw one of the songs listed was a Holland Dozier Holland song. Okay. All right. And that was probably that love song that was cut from uh because the it was running too long. Oh. When um Scrooge and Belle walked away from each other, there was supposed to have been a love song about, you know, I think Martina McBride did that, that put it on an album. Oh, okay. Lost love, you know, heartbreak, you know, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that got cut. Of songs got cut as I recall. Yeah, and I reading. did read that. Um, I think Disney Disney Plus has re put those in. Really? Yeah, but we don't have Disney Plus, so okay. We Disney Plus is one of those things that we get when we want to watch something and then we turn it off. You get your trial. Yeah, oh, I'm more. You're probably not the only one, even on this block. Oh no. So yeah. Yeah. Um, Steve Whitmire mm-hmm. uh, was nervous to take on the role of Kermit the Frog. Because this was the first movie after Jim Hansen died. Yeah. And he he was so nervous. He, he worked himself up about it that he had a dream where Jim Henson came to him and said, dude, you're going to do great. Yeah. And he was just like, okay, I'm going to kill this. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, so that that was a that's a nice story to go yeah. along with it. Yes, the, the, because those are big shoes to fill, uh, right? Because everyone in the world knows Kermit the Frog. We've been listening to Kermit the Frog since like nineteen seventy seven. Yeah, why is Kermit the Frog different? Why Why does his voice sound a little different? You know, and I'm sure even his movements were different. Yeah. The way he held his mouth and stuff, I, I'm sure that that, but, you know, I didn't, I didn't notice anything. No, it it was pretty seamless in this movie. I, he I he did so. a great job. I think he did. I think so. But yeah, that's, that's pretty uh, startling that, yeah. that, you know, and he... And with Jim Henson dying suddenly and unexpectedly, you know, that really threw the whole Muppet world into a tizzy. Yeah. You know, because at that point, where were they going? What were they doing? He, Henson started it, Henson and his wife started it and created everything up to that point. And the kids had just been involved. Brian Henson had really just been involved in that. Not really. He had been involved in creating, but not the entire scope. Yeah. But yeah, I I think it I think it's wonderful. I think it. This is a, a little a side note. Justin, one of his go to sleep shows is a show called Workaholics about three stoners that just work in a call center and they just like do everything they can to not work and and party and they're crazy and at one point they um they're going out for like a dude's night 
but the first stop is at a museum and two of the guys are just like oh my god are you serious right now this is the worst and they kind of get locked into this museum and there's people in dinosaur costumes that are kind of they kind of are start chasing them and they're like oh we're from you know henson productions you know we're we're doing these these things for the henson company and the guys are like oh jim henson awesome and then the the, the dinosaurs start chanting brian henson brian henson <laughs> <laughs> And it's just so funny to me. Oh my god, yes, I can imagine. <laughs> that that is the kind of impact that the Muppets have made. You know, people that were small children in the early eighties are are reliving this stuff in their stuff now, and it's so funny. Right. Right. Because the Muppets have always been part of my life. Right. Some of your earliest TV watching was Sesame Street. Yeah. You know, and, and we've I've said that. I've told the story about, you know, you were so startled when, when we got a new TV and Big Bird was yellow. Yeah. Mommy, he's yellow. What's why? <laughs> you know, so so that's some of your earliest stuff. Yeah. I get it. Oh, the lobsters. We saw the lobsters hanging out of the window at the end of the movie. Yes. Yes. Tell me about that. Um, oh, The reference is to a line like bad lobster in a dark cellar. One of Dickens's weirder turns of phrase. Apparently this guy just said weird shit. Okay. And bad lobster in a dark cellar. All right. I guess it makes sense because England's an island. Is lobster big in England? Do, do they have lobster there that is fresh? I, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's a bug, right? And and they're in the ocean. That's where you get your lobsters from the ocean. Oh, the ocean's right there. OMG. Yeah, so that's the the lobsters in the window. All righty. Um according to Brian Henson, Gonzo and Rizzo narrate because he wanted to incorporate the narrations and prose of the original novel. Yes. And this is like the first production where Charles Dickens actually is a character in the story. Yes. Yes. That I thought I thought was kind of cool that he was there to kind of move things along. Right. Because Victorian literature is so hard to read. I know people out there love it. Oh golly. And they yeah. love they love books like Dracula. Right. And the Frankenstein novel. I know that people out there love that stuff. And that's shit that I should love. Oh my god, it's a no, slog. No. Uh-uh. You you shouldn't. No. If you want to love stuff like that, go ahead, but just to no. Oh, I can't. Beer, you know all of that. Wow, oh, it's so, so painful, hard to read. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah. No. Uh-uh. Lobsters are native in in the UK. 
Oh, are they? Yes, they're blue. Oh, okay. And they turn a uh, red one. Cooked. Okay. Uh, native lobsters are pop, hot, hot caught off the coast in June, from June to September. Oh, okay. It's an island, it, you know. Okay, is a pot like the baskets like we probably like here in the basket. United States? Yeah. Do they call? Yeah, maybe they do call them lobster pots here too. Now I, that I think about it, I know that in in the states it's really rare to find a blue lobster. Correct, because they're across the pond. Huh. Okay. So that's the answer. So apparently there are lobsters. Well, I know they have lobster in in. You know, all the way on the other side in Japan and stuff. So why wouldn't they have lobster there? Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. It's it's a bug. I know. Isn't that weird that yeah. it would be a bug? Yeah. And not a shellfish? It is. I mean, it is technically a shellfish, but most but, shellfish are, are, are well, what we would consider bugs. Absolutely, because that's the same with a shrimp. Yeah. OMG, things you don't think about. Yeah. Don't think about it the next time you well, not a lobster. nice seafood dinner. I'm not a fan of lobster. I, I like it and I've eaten it. I don't want a whole one because I don't want to eat brain. Oh, no. And you know that crawfish are... Disgusting. Are baby lobsters. That's all it is. It's a baby lobster. I don't... Not, not I, craw, crawdaddies. Crawdaddies. I think that's the same thing, and Is it I think the same thing. Yeah, now that you, they, they're they baby lobsters. The yeah. Oh, weird. I'd rather have me some Alaskan king crab. Yeah, I I definitely don't want to suck the brain out no. of any any of them. No, I'm not going to suck the brain out, even if I had a lobster, which I have had. I've had a whole lobster, and there's just a lot of work, and I I don't appreciate the flavor. I think the Crab has so much more flavor to it. There is, oh shit, what's it called? There's a fish that tastes like lobster that's like a tenth of the price of and lobster. That, right. And monkfish? Is that what it's called? Monkfish? That does not sound right to me, but it could be. Imitation lobster. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I'm looking. I O N. Oh, for crying out loud, if I could only. Imitation lobster. And I do know that that does not sound like the right Alaskan pollock is used in this product. Uh, What's the difference between imitation lobster and crab? Probably not a whole lot. Probably just the flavoring. Probably. Okay, here's. You are correct. Monkfish. Huh. Monkfish is a cooked delight because it's so adaptable. It's firm texture suits it to dishes like bouillabaisse, and the mild flavor can be stepped up with marinades and sauces. Oh, okay. It's considered the poor man's lobster. Nice. All right. See, I know stuff. Yeah. Uh, Michael Caine really pursued this role because he missed. A guest role on The Muppet Show oh, in the 70s because he was living as a tax exile in the U.S. And The Muppet Show was shot in the U.K. Yes. And he said that this is one of his, what did he say? Considers this his most memorable role. Oh, my goodness. 
goodness. Yeah, Michael Caine, who's been in movies for 60 years. Right. Who's, who's, everybody knows who Michael Caine is. And he's only just retired. I know. So, like, you, just like this year. Do you have an age on him? He's in his 80s. But for sure. he's in really good shape. And he's been with his wife for a hundred years. And she's she was good looking in the 60s. And she's not a bad looking woman now. Michael Caine is 90. Oh, my. March of 1933. Holy cats. Wow, but he's he's one of those people that have looked the same for, you know, 30 years. He's looked like an old dude for 30 years. Yeah. Trying to see if I can find... Yeah, I mean, he doesn't look bad. No, I mean, he and looks that, like a 90-year-old man. That picture was taken, you know, a while back. Oh, my goodness. His wife is about 15 years younger than him, but... Shakira? They've been together since 1973. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. And he only changed his name to Michael Caine the last five or ten years because it got too difficult to travel under his real name. Right. Right. People are looking at him like, but you're Michael Caine. And he's just like, ah. That's the actor? Yeah. Right. That's correct. <laughs> that's what I'd be telling the actor, Michael Caine. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, that's right. The modest box office intake was probably mostly because this movie was in the theater at the same time as Home Alone 2 Lost yeah. in New York. I did read that and I thought, well, of course, that's why it was considered a modest thing. Yeah. OMG, that's right. Because... Home Alone was so big. So big. But that's that's so crazy to me. Like when would when did the first Home Alone come out then? If Home Alone 2 was in the theater in 1992. Like how, how old am I? Exactly. Because I remember Home I remember when Home Alone came out. I right. remember how big it was. Right. I know. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I know. I I just just I remember writing or reading that that, um, and it was even even the uh, critics were not excited about it. I mean, it, it had just okay reviews. They didn't, you know, are people just so jaded that they can't. Enjoy. Enjoy something for oh. what it is? Movie critics, 1,000%. Oh, okay. All right. I, you are probably because I, correct. I feel like if you're going to go, if, you're, if your whole purpose in life is to go out and judge other people's shit, you're just going to be an asshole about everything. I guess. Just kind of like us. We're just so evolutive. <laughs> Well, I would call us idiots first. Oh, but... well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's okay, because we, we're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, producers originally wanted Jack Lemon to play Scrooge. Did you read about I, that? I read, like I said, I told you, George Carlin. They thought they considered George Carlin for Scrooge, too. 
Jack Lemon said he'd only sign on if he got to play Kermit. That part was already taken. The producers decided Lemon was out of his mind and they moved on <laughs> to someone else. <laughs> oh my gosh. I know that's when when I was reading stuff like that, I'm thinking, what was someone thinking when they were looking at these other people? No, it had to be Michael Caine. <laughs> it had to be. <laughs> even, you know, even if George Carlin could affect a, a, a posh English accent. Right. I don't think he, he would have been right for the role. You said his face was right. I don't even think his face was right. I think I think his face could have been right. I know you said that. I I I don't see it, but okay. Um, in the book, there's only one Marley, Jacob Marley. Yes. Uh, the brother Robert was added so that Stalter and Waldorf yes could, could do perform them yes together. Right, because you don't ever see either one of those dudes without the other. Absolutely. Um, I read that the three ghosts that visit Scrooge were supposed to be Miss Piggy, mm-hmm. Scooter, and Gonzo. Right. Maybe that's why I had Scooter on my mind. But Scooter is absent entirely because his character was retired when performer Richard Hunt died. Richard Hunt died in 1992 of um, AIDS complications. Huh? Um, but I, I did. I did just. We were talking about Scooter during the movie, and we looked him up, and it says his current performer is, you know, blah blah blah. I didn't read further. So Scooter's back. I think only on Sesame. Really? But that's my. You know, you know. I read so much up the week up to this uh-huh. that sometimes I get all my facts all mixed up. <laughs> And really, it was only two days, so I've read a lot in the two days that I've allotted myself. Um, This is one of the few adaptations of A Christmas Carol to show um, that Tiny Tim was sick, that he was sickly. I mean, a lot of them show him as just kind of, you know, a a smaller um, disabled child, but not a sick disabled child. Oh, yes, you are correct, aren't you? Yeah. All right. All right. Because he's always on the little crutch. Right. And he's always tiny because he's tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We talked about the rats. All the bookkeeping rats are left-handed. Love the rats. And, and like I said, you know, it's because the... Puppeteer's right hand is busy operating everything else. Right. And that was really about all I wrote for trivia. Yeah. the tri- Like the last few movies we've watched, the trivia has not been um, really good. No, and there was a lot of, like, technical stuff that was, like, really right, I, long-winded, and I'm yeah. reading it, and I'm like, I want to write five paragraphs right, and, and one statement. And I don't want to really talk about the technical part, because that's not what this movie is. No, and I don't understand that. Right. <laughs> I, I just know that I like the way it looks, and the little puppets, I love the puppets. Yeah. And I know the difference between a marionette and a puppet now. Which is not much different than, you know, but 
that's about all the learning I gained from the this study. Okay. Now, we did watch this to go along with uh, Scrooge, which is a Christmas Carol adaptation, mm-hmm. to kind of compare and contrast the two. Um, what, uh, what are your thoughts? Wow. I liked that in Scrooge that the disability that the tiny Tim character of Calvin had was that he was traumatized. Uh, he was mute from trauma. Uh, yes, that's good. I don't, I don't think these movies compare or contrast really other than they're the same story because they were so different. Yeah. But yes, you're absolutely right. That, that little guy who did not speak, but in the end, what did he do? He spoke. He spoke. So he was well. So he's on the other side of the, uh, the drama. Yes. Yeah. And I think, but I think that 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 same holy shit moment happens to both both the the Bill Murray character. I can't even tell you what his name is, and um, Michael Caine. In this movie, I I think they have that same awakening moment. I I think it hit them at the yes. same way. Yes, and I feel like the last ghost looked similar. Oh yes, but in the end, um, Bill Murray got the girl, where Michael Caine did not. Well, no, it was way too late for Michael Caine to get the girl. Why? Because he's older? You no. Mean you mean older people can't find love? Well, not at all, but he couldn't have found love with Belle because I'm sure she had gone on and married someone else. And right. She, Victorian women didn't live long in that time because everything is a nightmare and she probably was dead. Uh, ouch. Okay. All right. Wow. Okay. Um. But... You know, you had all the little worker bees in the in the business that yeah. he was, you know, always belittling and yelling at. And, you know, he fired that his his. uh Was that guy his assistant? I think he was just kind of like one of his underlings. Bobcat Goldthwait. I, I kind of felt like he was more important than that. Yeah, because he but, did have, because he was in the round table talk, but, but I'm, but I think he was still considered an underling. Okay. If he could fire him, he was definitely a subordinate. So you, you can fire your assistant. I mean, I don't have an assistant. I have you. Well, hopefully you won't be firing me I soon. I don't plan to. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Yeah. You know, I rely on the paycheck I receive from this. <laughs> no, this this show costs us nothing but money. Yeah. We don't get a paycheck. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that's not here nor there. Yeah. Well, we're talking about business, so we can talk about stuff like that. Oh, okay. All right. Business. Business. Uh, you know, those cats. <laughs> the business cat. Favorite little reels on this. Anyway. Um, what was I thinking about? I was trying to think about something in the business. 
And all, all you can see now are the business cats. All I can see is the business cats. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Frog and toad and dog. Yep. Yeah. Oh, they're so cute. Um, business. But I thought that I, I, I really, I enjoyed both these versions. They, they were, but to compare and contrast them, I don't, other than they had the same story that I think that's about it. Because it was so, the Bill Murray one was so current. Yeah. You know, it's so current. modern. Yeah, modern as it, as it could be. But the uh, Muppets one was so touching. Yeah. It definitely had a lot more heart. Yes. Um, but I don't. I don't think being modern really took away from the story, though, because oh, no, no. I, I think the story is universal. Absolutely. 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 That, that same story could be told every year, you know, and, and not be any different. Right. You know, just be different people, different towns. Yeah. You know, and I think because it's a Dickens, you know, it should be the English type version. Yeah. And I think, I feel like Muppets, even though the Muppets don't speak with an, uh, an English twinge to their voices, I, I really feel like it was more English, I guess. Is that making any sense at all to you? Yeah, and the word you were looking for was accent. That's the word I was looking for. <laughs> Twinge. Yeah, I, I I could see the wheels turning. Oh, it's this is late for us again. Here, here we're doing this midnight movie. It's midnight for us. It really is. Oh, things have broken down. You you had me. You you completely threw me with let's compare and contrast why <laughs> now when i said that i i thought the muppets christmas carol was better i was not lying um because it is it is such a sweet movie and it's one that you can watch with anybody and and scrooged is one of those movies that i feel like you have to you have to be with movie people, Bill Murray fans. I feel like that's that's a movie watchers type of movie, not the casual viewer like mom is. I understand that. Yes. I I understand exactly what you're saying. Where the Muppets, anybody can watch the Muppets. Anybody. And you can turn that on at any time of the day or night or week or year. Yeah. The Scrooge movie, I feel that that you only need to watch that at Christmas time. It's only a Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I enjoyed them both, but yeah, you're right. I I did get. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, good. It's good, and I like them. I like the Muppets. I've seen, I've seen lots of Muppet movies. Yeah. And I feel like I want to go home and watch one of the other ones, you know? Right. Right now. I want to watch it right now. <laughs> so, you know, that, that puts that happy that happy feeling in you. Right. Especially me, who doesn't want to look at movies. Right. And I liked, I liked when they brought the Muppets back. Mm. 
probably 2010-ish. Um, and it was really kind of um, a Citizen Kane-y kind of moment with Kermit because Kermit was so busy being Kermit that he didn't have time for anything else and Miss Piggy left him. I remember that. Like he and Miss Piggy are not together anymore. Wow. Oh wow. And he lived in this really dark mansion by himself and it was just you know it, it was really a a moment for Kermit that wow you know somebody that's been with us since childhood is is it's weird now and it's 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 fine but it's it's still not the way it was right and boy that made you look at life a whole lot differently like boy my whole life isn't the way it was oh my gosh i have grown up and this is the real world and oh that's sad i'm sorry <laughs> but i you know I mean, it's all, it all works out in the end for him, but. Aww. But I do remember that. Yeah, that was a big thing. I rem And I remember going to see that first, that first movie in the theater. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen most of them, I think. Like I said, I've never seen this one. And I've never seen Treasure Island. Oh my god, it's ridiculous. It's so funny. Maybe I'll go home and try to find that. Yeah. Oh, but I, I enjoy it. But the Muppets are just a wonderful. And it, this is the kind of movie you want to see this time of year. Yeah. It's a wonderful movie. It's, it it's got makes a, your heart feel good. Yeah, it's got a nice message that you can you can always turn it around. Right. You yeah, it's never too late. To be nice. Yeah. A lot of people need to know that right now. Oh, it's sickening out there. I know. I know. I know. But whatever. No, it's a good movie. I loved it. Yeah. This is one of my favorite Christmas movies of all time. Oh. <laughs> it's It is. Yeah. What else is going on? Oh, we have to talk about, we've had a couple of deaths this, this week that, you know, were startling. I mean, yeah. Norman Lear died at 101. Well, that's not startling. I was a thousand years old. I was beginning to think he was never going to die. <laughs> I mean, just a couple of years ago, he was on TV having an interview. Yeah. He looked the same. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I really, I thought he'd never die. 101. Yeah. Wow. And the other one that struck me, that the name that I recognized was the Andre Brar. Yeah. And uh, he was just 61. Oh, my God. That's so young. I know. That's, um, we were talking about it at work, and my friend Deborah is, is that age. She'll be 61 next month, and she's just like, that's too fucking young. And I'm like, it, it, it's way too young. Yeah. And oh my God, was he funny on Re on Reno 911, on Brooklyn 99. <laughs> on one of those shows. Definitely Brooklyn 99. <laughs> and wasn't he on a, a, 
cop shows and yeah, uh, for like years. Homicide, life on the streets or something yeah, like that. A, a real straight. Real gritty show. Yeah. yeah. I, I have not seen either one of them. I just recognized his name. And he was on something called Men of a Certain Age. Okay. Yeah. That I don't know. That everything I read about him mentioned that show that I've never heard of. I, would never have ever watched in my life. I've, I can't say I recognize that name, no. But, yeah, just way, way too young. Yeah. Yeah. Left behind a wife of 30 years and uh, three children. Yeah. Yeah. Not, not very good. And just... And just so all the people that he's worked with that came out and had wonderful stories about him, just, oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah. He's not one that you heard that you disliked him because of what people said about him. Right. You know, basically, that's all we hear. We don't know these people, but we hear these stories and I don't like that guy. That stuff I read about Bill Murray. I don't think I really like him. <laughs> You know, he's not, he doesn't seem like a nice guy. But anyway, this guy seemed wonderful all the time. And Norman Lear, I mean, my God, what did Norm, Norman what, Lear changed the scene of the world? What didn't Norman Lear do? Right. Is really the question. Right. He, he, he made some changes to this, our TV watching that you can never go back. No. You know, All in the Family, Jefferson's, Maud. I mean, my good grief. Those are, those were all way beyond their time when they came out. Absolutely. You know, so craziness. Yeah. Yeah, I can't believe these people dying. All, so many people. Yeah. But I don't, Justin just always says that we're at an age where we're, the people that we loved growing up are going to die in our lifetime. Right. Right. Unless they're like Norman Lear, who just hang on forever. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, eventually Keith Richards is going to die. No, he's not. For the fifth yeah, time in a row. Absolutely not. He's... He will never be dead. <laughs> never. Eventually, he might be. And it will probably be in my lifetime. I don't know how that could have possibly happened, Lex. He died in 1973. <laughs> and came back in 75? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of those people. He's been a hundred-year-old man for as long as he's been famous. Okay. All right. Like 70 years. Ozzy Osbourne? Another old man that just... Uh, I think there's somebody behind... That got his hand up his back end, <laughs> making him move. It's because, Sharon. She needs the money. Yeah. She needs another facelift. I, I've seen them on... The, the three of them on their show where they're in the chairs talking about paranormal. And I swear that Ozzy, Ozzy has dozed off. <laughs> I have seen that. Does nobody notice that he's sleeping? I really hate that the Ghost Brothers did a show with Jack Osborne. I was just like, oh, I love you, Ghost Brothers, but I can't do it because I hate Jack Osborne. I don't know why I would have watched those shows because I don't like any of them. 
well, Jack's okay. He's a kid, but you know, the other two, I, why am I even looking at this? Yeah. <laughs> he's been, he's got to be dead for a couple of years now. Yeah. You know, and some, some of these other rockers that, that uh, I told you, did you look it up? Um, the Stones and AARP? Oh, I did. I were, couldn't even believe it. Were you appalled? I was a little, <laughs> I was a little taken aback. I wasn't appalled, but I was a little taken aback. But it makes sense. You know, the people that Have, grew up listening to the Stones are people your age. Correct. <laughs> AARP members. Oh, my God. That would be like the Grateful Dead connecting with the AARP. What? Yeah. I don't get it. Huh. Well, I'm sure they get a nice cut of the deal. I'm sure. You know. Pre-sell tickets? What kind of business is that? Oh, I can't even imagine. Cause, and you know that the Stones don't play $20 shows anymore. No. I, no, no, no. I didn't no, go no. back and look up how much tickets for the Rolling Stones were. I don't know if I want to know. No, I don't know. That $20 ticket is 15 miles away in somebody's backyard. Yeah. You can get a $20 ticket there. Yeah. No. I. Oh, man. I I can't even. You know, Taylor Swift thinks she's got the market on big, big dollar tickets. No. Oh, I think the Stones are going to outstrip that real fast. Oh, yeah. And people are going to pay it. Oh, you betcha. Because is this us, the last tour? And us old people can afford it. Yeah. <laughs> and I think that's what they bank on. Yeah. And, but even bands that, you know, bands that I came up with, you know, uh, Duran Duran, you can't get a ticket to see Duran Duran for under $100. Oh, no, uh-uh. Duran Duran. Well, they're big still. Yeah, I guess. Their covers are all terrible. They think they're fabulous. They just put out like a covers album for Halloween. Oh boy. And I haven't taken the time to listen to it, but like I'm scared. Because it'll be awful. Because all of their covers suck so hard. Okay. They do a cover of Grandmaster Flash's White Lines. Do you even know what I'm talking about? Grandmaster Flash. It's a that, song about cocaine. That sounds very familiar. White lines. Okay, no. It's I, I'd have to I'd have to hear it and then I'd say because you know it. I listen to crazy music, Lex. I know you do. I, I might I, I listen to crazy music. I might have heard that. Yeah. So <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah. They do a cover. Of David Bowie's fame that is uh-uh. way sped up. It's terrible. No. Uh-uh. No, 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 no. No, that's David Bowie's. You don't know. Uh, they do a cover of something else that I was just thinking of, and it's not in my brain anymore. And it's terrible. Okay. that's It sounds bad to me. But... You know, I'm not a big fan of rerunning stuff over and over and over again. You you know that. If I, you're going to do a cover of a song, you have to do the song justice. You yeah, can't make no. your own. Oh, no, no, no. Uh-uh. No. You have to play that song straight. Right. And you have to play it like you mean it. Right. 
don't do it. Like, don't. Well, I'm going to put my spin on it. No. Your spin sucks. Right. Do If you want to put your spin on a song, do your own song. Yeah, write a song. Yeah. Write a song. There. I, I keep saying there's no new words. There's no new music. There's no new thoughts. You know, why do we have to have, you know, Halloween 49? Why? Why, why can't we no. have something new? We have Halloween 49 because idiots like me will go watch it. Okay, then that may be what. How about Spider-Man 49 or Batman 49? We'll go watch it. Okay. never. Justin's on a Spider-Man kick. Oh. So we'll go watch it. Does he know that you are close personal friends with the Spidey? He has been told. Okay, good. Yeah. Has he seen the picture? Yes. Well, then he should know. Yeah. Not just, you know suspect anymore <laughs> alexis met spider-man years and years and years and years ago yeah 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 we're we're buds i think so <laughs> oh my goodness yeah no things are crazy now i mean make your own music make new music yeah make some do something do something creative yeah that's what we need to do. We need to do something creative, Lex. Okay, like what? Well, you know, the on my Facebook, old lady Facebook, it's been 10 years since we decorated a cake. Yeah, I did see that recently. Oh my goodness. That was so much. It was so much work. It was so it much was work. So fun. I did have a lot of fun. I'm still friends with that lady. Me too. I, I just, it was just so fun, but God, it was way more work than I thought it would be. Yeah. And and I've tried to go back and do stuff like, you know, at, on my own later, but my, my my wrists, it shoots from my fingertips to my elbows. <laughs> the electric charges? It's not even an electric charge. Oh. Today, when Valerie was working on my left hand, the pain going from the the meat of my of my hand to my elbow, <laughs> I I was just sitting there like, can you move? Can we switch fingers now, please. Now. And I was getting my nails filed. Yeah, I, it wasn't doing anything labor intensive. Right, uh, just getting a plain manicure. Yeah. Oh man, so. yeah, that was awful fun. But <laughs> man. That was way more work than I ever thought it was. Oh, absolutely. And you're right. I've tried stuff since then because, you know, we bought all of that equipment. Oh, yeah. And uh, it's not the same. Uh-uh. Nope. No, I've same. got carpal tunnel like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just don't seem to have the time. I mean, it takes so much time. You You have nothing but time. I know, but I, I don't have enough time. Okay. All right. I know. It's so wonderful to not have worry about time. We um we had talked about doing um when when we figure out what we're doing with the shit upstairs. Huh. Making a craft space in one of the rooms. Yeah. So um, he can build like Dungeons and Dragons sets, and that's what we should do. Wood carving, 
I bet we could do that. We could carve little little statuettes for him. No. Oh, you don't think you'd like wood carving? No, that's a lot of... No. Oh, I think I'd like that. That's a lot of precision work that I am not good at. Ooh, I didn't think of the precision work. I don't have time for that. Plus, you know, those chisels are sharp, right? I do. I've done woodcuts and stuff like that. I really enjoyed that. You know, print off of woodcuts. Yeah. That's fun. All right, then we're going to have to figure out a craft for us. Okay. Maybe we should invent a game and then build it. Okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll get right on that. Yeah, let me let me start thinking about that. <laughs> okay. Craft room, okay. Yeah. It'll be fun. You know me, I love organizing shit. I'll come over and help you anytime. I'm mad that we even have to go through this. I'm mad that we even have to talk about you coming over and organizing. Because we've already done it. Because I've already done that to that room. Yeah. Filled it up with shit and just moved shit on top of shit on top of shit. But, but, but you know, honey, that's so easy to do. I know. But I do think that what kind of started Lula getting all crazy was we had gone up there and we had moved one of her little dens. Oh. Oh. So now that's insecurity. Yeah. Oh, no. Because that I noticed it right after we went up there and took a whole bunch of shit down to, to recycle a bunch of cardboard and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because she was, you know, so precariously alone when she was born. Yeah. So she is quite solitary now, still. Yes. And, yeah. Although she likes me now. She does. I think that's nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, that means you got to get it organized so she can get back to normal. Well, when I noticed that she was out of sorts that one day, I when Justin wasn't home, I took that I took one of the big boxes back up there and kind of set it up so she could do whatever hidey hole stuff she does with that box. Okay. And I mean, it's it's calmed down, but it's never gone away because that's not the first. That's not her original room. That's a different room. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Poor little baby. She, I love her so much. <laughs> but she's, she's such a pain in my ass. I know. But she looks like she's putting on a smidge of weight. Um, yeah. Her spine is not so sharp now. Yeah. That last time I was here, her hips looked a little bit fuller. Yeah. She. So you've hit on something. We switched food for her. Yes. The boys still get the old food and they're they're fine with it. Yes. And she gets different food and she has taken to that like a duck to water. Yes. Like she hasn't ever eaten before. Yeah. And, and the only flavor she, there's only one flavor she didn't like and it was beef. Well, like I said, remember Dorian Gray did not like the beef flavor either. Yeah. 
So, but now she's eating food regularly. She's shied away from, she's away from treats right now. Absolutely. I don't know why. I don't know if she's had her fill of treats. She won't eat squeezies. She won't eat cookies. But she does like the little tender vittles that Justin brings home. Well, that's a little something. That's a little treat food. Yeah. We all like a little bit of treat food. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. Well, she's coming around. I'm trying to do the best for her that I can. Yeah. She's not making it easy. No, no. That's her. That's your lot in life. Yeah. Putting up with a teenage girl. <laughs> it'll work out. I yeah. Think it'll I, work out. I think she'll come around. Yeah. You got nothing but love for those little babies. So. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, I came home the other day and we were watching TV and I laughed too hard and I hit the the arm of the chair and the remote flew off of it. And you would have thought I set off a nuclear bomb. Oh. Jelly Bean went flying. No. And when Jelly Bean gets freaked out, Ash needs to go fight with him. I don't know what that is. But instead of just, you know, f- you know, fleeing in opposite directions, Jelly Bean gets freaked out and Ash has to be up his ass just trying to kill him. And and Lula's sitting there like, I kind of don't know what to do, but I need to be away from them. This is scary. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, then they were all, everybody was all puffed up for a while. And it was just like, Jesus Christ. Oh, dear. I oh, laughed geez. too hard and knocked a remote down. Well, I read, I read something about a cat, cats. Their their very ears are very sensitive to sound, so that was a very abnormal sound to them. Ugh. and it just got them all stirred up. But I I had to pick Lula up, tell her she was okay. I had to pick Ash up, tell him he was okay. <laughs> Bellybean ran to the bedroom eventually, and he laid there with Justin for a while, and I had to go in and pressing a little, pet him, and tell him it was okay. Oh my. Goodness. Holy shit. I I've done that to Reginald Manchego. I have. You know, and then he'll sit and stare at me like Are you done? How dare you? Did you see that picture I put on Facebook on guard? Yes. That that was an incident of loudness. <laughs> I I don't exact I think that everything I had on my table got knocked off. You know, the shit. Channel changer, the phone, the you know, my glasses and pens and the tissue box. Um, you know, you move one thing and then everything fell off. And I, I think that was that was what was startling to him that you know, he's gonna be on guard now. He's gonna be watching everything. Oh no. So yeah, so yes, they are sensitive to sound. Their ears are sensi- more sensitive than ours. Of course they are. We knew that. Yeah. They have been really curious about butterscotch. Because butterscotch has been on our porch more. And I left the door open the other day because I wasn't expecting her to be there. Yes. And she was there. So I had to run back into the house to get some food for her. And when I came back, like all three of them were like in the doorway, like, what What? the hell is going on? What's that? Who are you? Why is mom talking to you? Yeah. 
Oh. And they've seen her on your front porch so many times that it doesn't seem weird to them. Probably. Probably. You know, because she's been around for a number of years. Yeah, years. So she's familiar sight to them. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And we've been feeding her for a couple years now regularly. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you've touched her, so they smell that on you. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, my. They want to know who that girl was. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I can just see them all sitting there in the in the doorway, staring out. <laughs> Crazy cats. Yeah. At least they don't want to dash right out. Oh. Reginald Manchego. I think that's a long-haired cat thing. You think? I think so. Cece only wanted to be outside. Oh. And it was a nightmare fighting him at the door. Oh, my gosh, yes. In the apartment, in the house, it didn't matter. He wanted... you. Oh, you're opening the door? That means I'm going to run out and right. run amok. Right. Oh, and I keep telling Reginald Manchego, you put your vest on and we'll go out. Then he gives you that look. Like, you put your vest on? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you where to put it on at. Yeah. <laughs> right on your big stupid face. Yeah. Uh, that Okay, that will work also. But yeah, it's it's... Like tonight, he did not want me to come out to the movie tonight. He was standing at the back door. He was speaking very loudly. I finally told him he needed to come into the kitchen so I could shut that door. And he jetted right off to go around to the side door. I said, no, you cannot go with me. And then he pawed and pawed and I had to rush out the door. Oh, he was pawing, pawing, pawing at the side door. Knowing he can he can open that door. He can, you know, eventually press on it enough that he'll open it and get into the hallway by the back door. And <laughs> Ash doesn't know how to open yeah. doors. Ash knows how to hold his food plate so it doesn't move, but Ash cannot open a door. Interesting. Yep. He can't pull it. He can't push it. He ha he has he'll just stand there and and scream at a closed door. Oh my goodness, poor thing. Yeah. But Lula will push the door open like she owns the house. Of course. Yes, she's come in the bathroom with me a few times. Yeah. What are you doing in my bathroom? Come oh, in like you doing, owe her money. You're doing that, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she owes you you owe her money, yes. yeah. That's exactly it. <laughs> she just presses right in. Yeah, and Jellybean doesn't know that he's a big boy. And will just use his whole body and fling at the door. Oh. It's the cutest. It's so oh. cute. Oh, my goodness. They're so wonderful. Yeah. They really are. They haven't fought with the Muppets, though they have been all fighting with the tree. Uh, do you suppose because it's small-ish, they, they aren't getting into it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. If it were bigger, somebody would try and climb it. Okay. But um, 
we let the little Charlie Brown tree that we had, we, we let Jelly Bean chew on. So he's used to that that pine needle, plastic pine needle feel. Right. So that's why he, he chews on this. And thankfully they haven't found the lights yet. Good. Because they could get electrocuted. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, Dorian Gray used to sit under the tree and eat at the, the fake tree. Honey, it's paper. You don't want that. <laughs> when Lula gets starting to eat, she'll like she'll growl at it, and then she'll start eating, and then it sounds like she's saying "yummy, yummy, yummy." Oh, it's so funny! Oh my goodness! Because she's like growl chewing. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you need to videotape that because people on the internet love that. Yeah, love that kind of shit on the internet. <laughs> Oh, my God. Your cat is cute. I'm going to look at it. Yeah. Oh, my. Is this? <laughs> what else is there? Okay. Um, I don't think there's anything else. We talked about the movie, food. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about another movie. Deaths. Yeah. We, we've been be really bad about that. Yeah not having a plan yes why why don't we have a plan what do you feel like doing i don't know me either we'll figure it out what's coming up the new year they have new year movies yeah they've got a couple none that i want to watch well in, in our genre none that are in our genre okay We'll, we'll find something. We always do. Yeah. You know, we did watch two um, Charles Dickens movies, I mean, in a row. I mean, watch the same movie twice, kind of ish. That's okay. Yeah. That worked out really well. I just really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Even though they weren't our genre, genre movies. No. I really enjoyed doing them. They Good. were just off the wall, different. Mindless, both mindless. Yeah, and they were different enough to to be fun, and they were the same enough to have the have a good feel. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So yay, we'll find something. Yeah, we always do. Okay. Yeah, that's that's what we'll do. We'll figure it out. We'll let you know. Well, right now, it's the 16th of December. Who knows when this will go out, so... Right. <laughs> we'll probably um, end up with saying Happy New Year. Probably. Um, but I guess, in the meantime, happy happy whatever holiday you do or do not celebrate. Yes. Um, if you don't celebrate anything, that's cool, too. Uh, yeah. Join us. Yeah. We just like to give presents we yeah. don't really do the whole christmas thing anymore we do not uh you know i don't do a tree i mean lex did a tree this year it's it's beautiful it's lovely but i don't i don't see it i have never seen anybody's christmas tree that wasn't lovely it's their own creation and it looks pretty yeah 
the it's the lights. If you put lights on a tree, I'll think it's fabulous. Well, the tree came, the tree's pre-lit with the clear lights. And I know Justin is more of a colored light fan, so I told him to get the colored lights. Oh. So that's just so an added, added string. Oh. Yeah. That works fine. Yeah. But you're right. I I love all one color and I love all multicolor. So. Yeah. And I love the different you it seems like you have two different types of lights on there. When I I don't think that they are. I think they're all the same like shape light bulb. Oh, okay. Well, maybe if I had, you know, if I could see that far. Well, I think in the dark because it is it is kind of dark in that corner. Um the lights give off that because we both have astigmatisms, they give off that that glow. Yes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Even sitting here really close to it, like I, I still have you that can still see that? that halo. Cool. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to my world. Oh my god, it's terrible. I, driving at night is miserable. Oh yeah. I just try not to do it. Yeah, if you don't have to, don't don't do it. Yeah. So good good call. Good call. But it's pretty. Yeah. Thank yeah, you. but we don't. We're not we're not traditional anything anymore. No. You know, and if we find a better uh a better holiday, that's what we're gonna do. Yeah. Because we want we'll do that. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, in the meantime, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. Hanukkah just ended, so happy, happy belated Hanukkah. Yes. Happy Kwanzaa. That should be starting soon. Yeah. Oh, there's like I said, I read a an article on Facebook or not on Facebook on the internet. There's more than twenty holidays at this time of year. Um, Wow. Diwali. Diwali. You know, that just ended a week or so ago. Um, yeah, lots and lots and lots of them. So whatever holiday, happy holidays. Yeah, enjoy enjoy whatever time with your family you spend. Yes, absolutely. Or if you don't spend time with your family, enjoy the time that you spend by yourself. Yeah, or the family you make. Yeah, the family you choose to be around. Exactly. And uh, happy, healthy new year. Yes, absolutely. Hopefully 2024 brings good tidings and um, prosperity and health to everybody. That would be wonderful. That would be nice. It surely would. It's getting a little, it's getting a little old on the other side here. Yeah. <laughs> and on that note, we bid you farewell. Probably for the rest of 2023. Yeah. We'll see you next year. Yeah. <laughs> see you soon. All righty. Bye. Bye.